the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A unique request from Delta Airlines now. It's now requesting that the federal government place any passenger who's been unruly in the past on the no-fly list. Delta Airlines has requested the Justice Department put any person convicted of disruption on board a flight to the national no-fly list. Delta CEO Ed Bastian says there should be zero tolerance for any behavior that affects flight safety. He notes while bad behavior has affected only a small fraction of flights, Delta has seen the rate of incidents increase nearly 100 percent since 2019. That's correspondent Ben Thomas reporting. The winter storm that caused hundreds of thousands of power outages and contributed to hundreds of traffic accidents from Texas to Maine has moved out to sea now, but it's left a lot of destruction and hardship in its wake. More than 80,000 electric customers in the Memphis, Tennessee area alone remained without electricity after ice toppled hundreds of trees onto power lines. Eric Metaxas sees a war coming from the left. How Democrats use the Capitol protest to launch a war on terror against the political right. It's a horrifying thing to say, but it's infinitely more horrible because it's true. There are many Americans that can't possibly believe this. They'd rather go along with the reigning narrative that uh, some bad people tried to take over the government. We have to stand against this with the facts. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. Let's take a look at your weather. Today, patchy blowing snow and a high of 25. Tonight, mostly cloudy, then a slight chance of snow, low of 16. For your Sunday, slight chance of snow, then partly sunny and a high of 19. And for your Monday, mostly sunny and a high of 23. The Narn with Mitch Berg is next, right here on The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Which, by the way, I hasten to point out, is celebrating its 20th anniversary as a working blog today. Today, 20 years ago today, I started writing ShotInTheDark.info, an event that led via an improbable, borderline miraculous series of events to this broadcast going on the air uh, almost two years, a little over two years later. It's almost too weird for fiction, and yet there you have it. 
like so much of my life. It is almost too weird for fiction. Anyway, thank you all for having been on this ride the whole time. I'll be talking more about that anniversary and all the the blessings that's led me to over this past uh, few decades, literally a few decades, uh, later on in the broadcast here today. We've got an awful lot to get here uh, to here today. It's been a huge week in politics, in current events, in sociology here in the Twin Cities, and we got a lot to talk about. First, uh, big show today. We're going to be talking with Tad Jude, uh, former judge, former Minnesota State representative, I believe, uh, going back to a few years back here, and uh, he is running uh, the latest candidate to jump into the race for attorney general of the state of Minnesota. We've got a lot of candidates in the race for attorney general. Why? It's almost as if unseating Keith Ellison is a hot ticket in the GOP right now. Here's hoping uh, that this happens. Tad Jude will be talking with at uh, 2 o'clock today. After that, we'll be talking with John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly, talking about their uh, annual banquet coming up here. A bit of a gala to benefit the LEA and the work that they do. So we'll be talking with all of them uh, later on the broadcast here today. Now, it's been a big week in Minneapolis uh, this past week. We'll, we'll come to that in a moment here. i got to say, in, in terms of Republican politics, uh, th- this week was big news. Uh, we had caucuses last Tuesday. We talked about it last week. Uh, it was the beginning, officially, of the nomination season for the Republican Party, for all of its offices. Uh, for those of you who aren't Republicans, who've never been to caucuses before, it's a odd, infuriating custom in some ways that uh, where activists get together, vote for delegates and resolutions and start pushing uh, candidates up the uh, flagpole to see who salutes come convention time. They're not conventions. They're just get togethers where candidates vote to impanel a party structure at the lowest possible level, the precincts and the basic political organizational units, BPOUs, usually House or Senate district uh, units of the party, but sometimes counties and some of the sparser populated parts of the state. And it's there that the delegates to go to the BPOU conventions, again, counties, House or Senate districts, uh, conventions that start happening in March, start to get elected. And you start to see gubernatorial campaigns shaping up and working their way towards the nomination. And the endorsement, potentially, at the state conventions coming up in uh, usually May, late May, early June. By the way, uh, and in between there, there's your congressional district conventions where they endorse the, uh, the Republican candidates, and the Democrats are doing this as well. Where, where you endorse the candidates to run for Congress and continue to work uh, towards the state convention, where you endorse your statewide candidates, your governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, state auditor, and secretary of state, as well as uh, the if there's a Senate candidate running, which doesn't seem to be this year. Uh, we're off here for Senate. Anyway, and, and the whole legislature is up for grabs this year, so it's going to be a big year for elections in addition to the governor and the constitutional offices. And Scott Jensen won the straw poll every year. If there is a contested uh, nomination uh, for the last several years, there's been a straw poll where uh, the the precincts count up uh, the the attendees and who they're voting for. And Scott Jensen won big. He won very, very big, Uh, completely blew away a bunch of expectations. He certainly organized and got his people out to the caucuses to an extent that I think a lot of people didn't foresee. And he did a victory lap. This past week, I uh, helped uh, MC a Liberty Tea Party Patriots meeting on Thursday, two days after the caucuses. Seemed so much longer in retrospect. 
That was some two very long days, by the way. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I mean, caucuses Tuesday night. Wednesday, very long day at work, it must have been. And Thursday, of course, uh, the Liberty Tea Party Patriots meeting up in Champlin at uh, Willie McCoy's in Champlin, uh, where Travis Ekbaum did the hard part, did the actual emceeing. I just gave a quick speech and introduced uh, a bunch of candidates, Scott Jensen, uh, was one of them. Of course, we talked with Lynn Torgerson, Tad Jude, both candidates for secret, uh, state auditor. No, attorney general. Sorry. Uh, and Kelly John Byrne. He's running for secretary of state uh, who's been on this broadcast before. And of course, Scott Jensen took uh, a bit of a victory lap at the end. And of course, sp- spoke like someone who is fairly confident he's going to be running against uh, Tim Waltz this coming fall. Now, again, it's not the place of this broadcast to take sides in in gubernatorial nomination races certainly not this early in the process here uh we're we're open to making sure the views of all the candidates get out to all of the republican voters and frankly non-republican voters we'd like to make sure that anyone who's not currently a member of the gop uh learns all they need to know about the republican party or any conservative candidacy out there quite frankly so we 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 don't have at least i do not have this broadcast does not have a dog in any of the fights yet governor lieutenant governor uh, attorney general state auditor or secretary of state i don't uh i i want to make sure that everyone gets their their two cents in and gets their chance to to grab an audience and start moving on the process towards the nomination and then let's be honest most likely a primary because when everyone says they're going to respect the primary everyone seems to have their fingers behind their back and so the odds are better than even that we won't know who the republican candidate is until what september when they usually do late august early september when they usually do the the primaries i mean the the republican party has its biennial ready fire aim moment usually We'll see what happens. I mean, we didn't have a primary to speak of four years ago, so you never know. By the way, it's worth pointing out that in recent memory, the the straw poll, which I believe has been happening since about 2000, uh, maybe 2004, 2002, rather, uh, usually doesn't predict the, the nominee as such. I mean, Brian Sullivan won it in, I believe, 2002, uh, Tim Pawlenty, uh won it in 2006, but he was the incumbent, I, I believe. Uh, Marty Seifert won it in 2000, I want to say 12, 14, 2014, Marty Seifert won it. And of course, uh, Jeff Johnson did, in fact, win it on his second go around in 2018. So you can see that the, the straw poll is not a dispositive predictor. That being said, the Jensen campaign had to be seeing that straw poll as good news for the stage of the race since they hadn't won a whole lot of straw polls so far, which, by the way, straw polls pretty much reflect the constituency putting them on and and the geographic location of the event in many cases. Mike Murphy, the uh, mayor of Lexington, Minnesota, won the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus straw poll what, two two weeks ago which happened to be in Moundsview, which is pretty much the next town down the road from Lexington. So it was pretty much home turf for him. Likewise, Michelle Benson won the Wright County straw poll because, well, it's in CD6 and the CD6 organization turned out for her. So straw polls, either at the local level or the constituent group or the special interest level, for that matter, at state caucuses, reflect who turns out and in what numbers. So if you're not a Jensen supporter, 
the battle ain't over yet, but it just got really serious. And if you are a Scott Jensen supporter, congratulations. Your guy got there. Again, no dog in the fight on my end here. But that was uh, that was big. And it uh, and it was a fascinating night out, by the way, at uh, the Liberty Tea Party Patriots meeting. Again, Travis Ekbaum did all the hard work. We've had him on the show, I believe, in the past. He ran for something somewhere. It's hard to keep track of them all after 18 years, quite frankly. But uh, he did a, he did a great job. I got to talk for a bit and introduce the candidates. And my, my whole theme was the Republican Party has, for all, for all the talk we have about the factionalization on the DFL side, we have a bunch of people in the Republican Party who, quite frankly, would rather uh, beat on other Republicans more than they want to beat on the Democrats. And I get it. People come to politics because they are impassioned about something or another. And the Republican Party, the GOP, the Minnesota GOP, reflects, I think it can be safely said, five different groups of people who are impassioned about five different sets of of issues. And they overlap considerably. But there's some people, I think it's fair to say, for whom a certain number of issues win out over the others. You've got your Trump crowd. And they're currently very much in the ascendant in the Republican Party right now. That's absolutely true. You have your liberty crowd. And by the way, there's considerable overlap between Trump, the, the Trump people and the liberty crowd, but not entirely. If you're primary a liberty voter, and I consider myself one of them, you came in for or were particularly motivated by the Tea Party back in its day. And you may have questions with the way Trump managed things and certainly questions with the way uh, things worked after the 2020 election. That's fine. Uh, you have the mainstream, it's called them the moderate Republicans, the ones who seem to have all the money. <laughs> uh, the, the throwbacks to, if not the Arnie Carlson era, certainly uh, a more a more get-along-go-along style of Republican politics. You have the social conservatives. They're very much out there right now. And, of course, most Republicans are, to some degree or another, socially conservative. But we're talking the people that dominated the party up into the early 2000s, the people for whom life, uh, the right to life, life issues, were the issue you came to the party for. And, of course, there are the security conservatives, the national conserv- uh, the, the law and order conservatives, the paleocons, quite frankly. I, I'm, I'm not uh, inamenable to them, but the, the, five groups f- agree on all the important things and yet tend to look at each other as a bigger enemy than Democrats, than the DFL in some cases. And my, my suggestion to the Liberty Tea Party patriots last Thursday was to learn as you can put from uh, about so much in life from the movie The Godfather, which is in your interest of, of winning what you need to win, you must have a meeting of the five families to, to, to bury the hatchet on some of these issues long enough to get back into power because with and by power i mean on the statewide level i mean there's a decent chance we can flip the house and senate although let's not get too overconfident but if we don't win the governor's office if we don't win those statewide races the the secretary of state the state auditor the attorney general it's all going to be moot because governor clink is going to veto every single thing a republican uh, legislature brings even if we do win it Let's talk about this past week in Minneapolis when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-K through 12. God has shown His provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faith-filled stories. Hi, I'm Tanya Scott. I serve as president at Heritage Christian Academy. The first graduating class in 2001 paved the way for students to enter some of the finest colleges and universities in the country. Around the world, these alumni are sharing the gospel of Jesus and defending their faith on their campuses, in the marketplace, the military, the operating room, in their churches, in courtrooms, and in their homes. The impact of Heritage Christian Academy's four core values of truth, service, relationships, and excellence are evidenced in the lives of the men and women that have been trained to know, love, and serve Jesus. For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Go front on us. Don't know we can AM twelve eighty the Patriot. <laughs> yeah, Northern hey, Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget to join us for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast from Medicine Lake in Plymouth uh, next Saturday, February 12th. Join myself and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance from 1 to 3 p.m. as we broadcast from the Fish House Mobile Studios. Holes for Heroes, by the way, is an annual fishing tournament created to honor our veterans both at home and abroad. It's free for vets and their families. Brought to you, by the way, by Hoffman Weber Construction. Check it out. It's our annual big event. Here we go again. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488. You can also join us on, uh, at the hashtag NARN Show. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter, Gab, Parlor, MeWe, and Getter, 
Oh, I haven't logged into Getter yet. Got to get that. Uh, on, on all the social media that matter, both the non-communist ones, Twitter, uh, sorry, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter, and the commie ones. We've, we're on Twitter because, of course, that's where the battle takes place. I mean, not fighting the battle where it is would be a little bit like Dwight Eisenhower invading Jacksonville Beach instead of Normandy because it's easier. No, no, we got to fight where the battle actually is. We're also on Facebook, which one would hope would behave a little better since uh, they they're lost 25% of their market value in one day. $200 billion in, in value disappeared in one day on, on Facebook. Uh, it's for a variety of reasons, market reasons, not necessarily political, but who knows? Maybe they'll get more polite about uh, 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 about dealing with politics when they see that they are, in fact, fallible. Anyway, I digress. 651-289-4488. Uh, so much to talk about here. Steve, in the comment section on Facebook, where, by the way, you can watch the live stream uh, via video if you hearing audio isn't enough uh you can join us via the live stream on the northern alliance radio network facebook page it's our fan page on facebook steve in bloomington uh learned this past week bloomington has declared a climate emergency <laughs> we're going to have to uh discuss that here in coming days uh on first of all i'll be talking about it next week on my blog as we start our third decade at shot in the dark info i say we because mr d and a first ringer still write uh, on occasion for the blog. So, and Johnny Roosh and uh, and Bogus Diane could come back anytime they want. The invitation is always open. But uh, Mr. D and First Ringer and I uh, have been doing uh, in various combinations shot in the dark info for twenty years as of today. More on that later on today. Uh, so much to talk about here. The climate emergency in Bloomington. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> uh, this past week was a climate emergency for an awful lot of people, but I don't think it's for the week that uh, for the reason that Bloomington, uh, Bloomington City Council and Mayor uh, believe. Of course, the big news this past week was the shooting of Amir Locke in Minneapolis. Now, my first observation here is Twin Cities and national media seem to be treating this tragedy uh, as and let's call it a tragedy for right now I, and before i get to the media's response i have to say this this is the sort of situation for which berg's 18th law was written well one of the types of situations i mean i i noticed after emotionally fraught incendiary events like mass shootings especially school shootings and like uh events like this or the, the George Floyd episode, the Kim Potter episode, and now this one, that we don't tend to get the correct news about the subject for 48 to 72 hours after the news breaks. Part of it's because not everyone knows. I'm not one of those conservatives who bags on the media just for the sake of doing it. No, they, they earn it. When I bag on the media, they do earn it. And I will stand by every word of it. And I would more than welcome any member of the media on the air with me to uh, debate this with me. Anytime you're ready, if you all uh, observe the feedback of all us proles out here, which largely you don't, but that's fine. We're just the consumers at any rate. Uh, so I don't, I, don't, I don't bag on them just for, for, for dumping on liberals' sake, on progressives' sake. But the fact is, it is a fact that they don't know everything right away. And in fact, 
According to some of the reporters who've been covering this episode, the, the city of Minneapolis, the Minneapolis Police Department and the city government have been exceedingly reticent about providing transparency about this episode, which went a little like this. And, and, and I will switch back to somewhat bagging on the media right now. The national and to some extent local media has been treating this episode as if it is a cinematic writing exercise rather than a news story. Channel 9 on the news last night ran the Locke family press conference uh, I mean, that, they had that thing tarted up like it was the, the, the climax of a Hollywood movie. And I get it. It was very effective footage and a very effective press conference. And by the way, I don't say that to, to sniff at it in any way. The Locke family was 24 hours past losing their son in a episode that about which I have suspicions. Again, Berg's 18th law is a law for a reason. The media doesn't know everything. The government authorities aren't releasing everything. We don't know the whole story yet. Now, I've heard from credible witnesses, uh, credible, I should say, sources, on one side of the episode saying that there is evidence out there that will show that Amir Locke wasn't quite potentially as, as blameless as he may have seemed. I will say that I'll believe it when I see it because the body camera video the Minneapolis police released showed them entering the room, the apartment, on the seventh floor of an apartment building in downtown Minneapolis with a key. They had a search warrant. The landlord gave them the key. And at uh, before 7 a.m., they went in, guns drawn, thousand lumen flashlights blazing, yelling yelling loudly and in a, a way that I have to suggest would confuse the bejeebers out of any of you if it were you who were being awoken before sunrise from a deep sleep in the middle of, I stress this, your own house, in this case an apartment. The Minneapolis police did a no-knock raid, what is called a no-knock raid, where they, through some means or another, they, they get the ability to enter the dwelling without knocking and announcing themselves. The normal way of serving a search warrant is to knock on the door, announce that, hey, Minneapolis police here, Ramsey County Sheriff, whoever is doing the searching. And if people don't answer the door, then you go to alternate means of getting in. But it's normally, generally speaking, under state guidelines, that's the normal way of serving a search warrant. And if people don't answer, well, then you may have other ways of getting in picking the lock, going through the door, ramming it, whatever. And if it's, and there are cases, by the way, where a no-knock warrant is warranted under state guidelines. The, if, if there's danger of immediate harm to someone, say you're going after a kidnapper and you have clear and compelling evidence that the victim is stashed uh, in the building somewhere, in the, in the abode for which you have the search warrant, then a no-knock raid may well be justified. If if, if Sicarios are torturing Summit, by the way, as they did in St. Paul a couple of years ago, and you have evidence that it's currently in progress, yes, a no-knock raid currently completely justified. Now, the story is this. Minneapolis Police Department got a request from the St. Paul Police to serve a search warrant regarding a murder case. Exactly what the details are, we don't know. 
because they don't have to release the contents of search warrants for 10 days, and even then they can seal it to prevent people from getting to it. And, of course, according to one source I consider highly reliable, they have done exactly that. We may not see that search warrant for a long, long time. So there are conflicting stories as to whether Amir Locke was the subject of the search warrant, whether he was considered to be in any way related to the the homicide case. What we do know is that the police went in without knocking to a seventh floor apartment. The video is up. The body camera video is right there. And they went in with bright lights blazing and people yelling complete cacophony with the entire intention. By the way, that is the tactic to disorient and confuse anyone who's in the building, to take them off balance, to seize the initiative, and to use that to confuse people into not being able to resist or flush drugs down the drain or whatever it is they're they're getting rid of whatever it is they're searching for. In this case, the body camera video showed the police racing into the apartment, finding Mr. Locke on his couch, Mr. Couch, uh, Mr. Couch, Mr. Locke woke up from a what appeared to be a very deep sleep, grabbed his firearm, a pistol that was on a footstool next or some sort of surface next to the bed, which the police took as a threat and fired. Three shots were apparently fired, hitting Mr. Locke, killing him. Now, I have to say this. I've heard from a number of conservatives on social media, and and I will say that this is something of of a correlation here. There's a fair number of people out there on social media who, on the one hand, will say, someone comes in my house, I'm lighting them up like like, like full metal jacket. And I totally get that. I'm there. I'm kind of, I mean, before all my guns fell into Lake Superior, I was kind of the same way. Of course, guns now terrify me. I would never hurt another human being. But these same people, in many cases, are the ones who were saying, wow, you you come up with a, somebody comes into your house, uh, with a, with uh, the police coming to your house, they announce themselves. It's your job to put your hands up, and if you grab a gun instead, uh, it's your tough luck because you don't you don't wave a gun at the police. Uh, I want to talk about that when I come back. Before we continue talking about the case here, uh, if you got questions or comments, by the way, I'd love to hear from you. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight or Narn Show hashtag Narn Show on Twitter, Gab Parlor, MeWe, and Getter. Go nowhere. Be right back. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Pro-life across America, the Billboard people. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. 
Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stewart. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud Air. to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. It's the month where we celebrate love, couples, and those butterfly feelings in your stomach when you meet that special someone. You can celebrate that by registering today. Register today to win a thousand bucks at AM twelve eighty, the Patriot dot com. In our annual Cash for Couples sweepstakes. You can register every single day and get bonus entries. What will you do with that extra $1,000? I'm going to suggest jewelry and a really excellent dinner, fellas, if you win. Ladies, if you win, the the sky's wide open. Anything you want to do. 651-289-4488. The number to call. Should you care to join me, you can also join me at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter. And uh, we're happy to join you any place there. If you, uh, by the way, operators are standing by. Look, I started talking before the break about uh, some of the people I've heard say, "Well, uh, you, if someone comes into your house yelling, police, 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 it's your job to make sure you put your hands up and don't reach for any guns. And if you do, it's uh, it's it's your tough luck. Yeah, you got to do that when the cops. I'm thinking for starters, uh, that's complete." Do you, do you see why that how it sounds? If you are a law-abiding citizen, which, by the way, by all indications at this point, Amir Locke is. We don't know what the future will bring in terms of, of, of what led the police to his apartment. But we also, uh, I mean, if you, imagine it's in your place. You're at a sound sleep, soundly asleep. It's still dark outside. This is a time of the day when, when, when you aren't even thinking about waking up yet. And suddenly you have people stomping around your place, shining insanely bright flashlights in your face with the express intent to confuse you. Uh, 
and you are someone who is of a mind to not let your home get invaded. And like many people listening to this station, you probably have the means to respond with lethal force to what sounds like a lethal threat. I mean, if you live in the city proper, you have heard that that, that home invasions have been uh, at, at a, a recent peak. Go ahead and tell me you're not going to be coming up swinging here, especially when you're in the middle of a fight or flight response. And anyone who says that they're immune to them is probably completely talking out their 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 nose. I think that's the saying, uh, because yeah, when you, when you have a fight or flight response, when you think, okay, this is a potentially lethal threat to me, your body dumps adrenaline into your system, and that makes you respond to either fight or run away, uh, and and. Your reasoning, your hearing, your sense of time, your sense of bladder control, all can go away. You don't know what is going to happen. You do know that your entire being, your all, all your consciousness, your entire body is oriented towards either fighting back or getting away. And anyone who thinks that they are uh, not subject to that either is innately qualified to be a Navy SEAL and you missed your calling. By the way, that's one of the traits that gets selected for in special forces, selection and orientation and training. And it's something up less than 1% of the population actually can do. It's a biological marker that's a, that means you can, you can deal with adrenaline uh, with complete uh, command and reason. And, and almost nobody has it. And if you think you're one of them, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee, almost guarantee you not. But these are the same people, by the way, who, after Philando Castile was shot, said, well, he should have had his hands up on the, on the steering wheel at 10 and 2 and waited for orders. Except that after he told the officer, Officer Yanez, that he had a gun in his right pocket, Officer Yanez said, okay, get me your ID, which was also on his right side. Now, there's a communication breakdown here. There's a communication breakdown because he's following the policeman's order to get his wallet and get his ID, but he's disobeying the policeman's order not to reach toward the right side of his, uh, uh, toward his own right side where he's already admitted his gun is. It's a contradictory order. And by the way, with all due respect to all the policemen who listen to this show and all the people in this uh, broadcast audience who care about the police, giving contradictory orders is not an unheard of tactic for law enforcement officers. There's a reason for it at times. Uh, and I'm not saying that's what Officer Yanez did, but through lack of communication, through lack of forethought, the, uh, I mean, Philando Castile was reaching, was by all intents, by all appearances, doing exactly what the officer ordered and doing exactly what the officer told him not to do simultaneously. So any chowderhead who says, well, you've got to keep your heads up at 10 or 2 and follow the orders. He was. And, and, that, and that's a situation where adrenaline was almost certainly playing a role, but not to the extent that it did with the lock case. Now, I'm not going to say the cops were wrong. I'm not going to say that, uh, that, that the cops in Minneapolis, either the cops or Locke were wrong. I'm not going to say the people who are angry about the situation in Minneapolis are wrong either. Uh, we, I'm going to talk briefly about one other response I, I, I saw yesterday as I was uh, writing and conversing with people about the lock situation. And that was as I, 
as I said, that there were things looking at the body cam footage on Thursday night. I said, there's a lot, knowing what I know now, and I always qualify what I'm saying about this with that, because again, Berg's 18th law says we don't know that much about it right now. and We likely won't for a while. But knowing what I know right now, this looks bad. This looks really bad for the police. And not necessarily that the, the cop did procedurally the wrong thing. But we'll come back to that. Because it, it speaks to this next thing that I heard from a couple different people on social media. And that is, well, you're looking at the body camera video. I bet you would think very differently if you were the, uh, the point guy in that raid. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the cop leading the raid has got an adrenaline dump going on, too. And unless they were or could qualify for the SEALs or Delta or the Rangers... The odds are fairly good that they're dealing from a position of training and repetitiveness rather than being in complete control of their adrenaline. They see a gun. Cops and guns uh, that they don't control are not on the best of terms. That's part of their training. They see a gun that's not pointed in a completely safe direction. They get a little salty. Shots get fired, as we saw. But when they said, well, if you were the point guy in that in that raid going in hot, I bet it would look different to you. I say, oh, you're absolutely right, it would. So that brings the question to why was there a no-knock raid in the first place? Now, a friend and state representative said, well, they were looking for a suspect in a murder case. Okay. But the St. Paul police use search warrants to apprehend murder or to gather information on murder suspects all the time. And yet, according to the St. Paul police yesterday, they haven't executed a no-knock warrant in five years. Now, to be fair, they got burned badly on some no-knock warrants over the last 20 years. And from experiences, they've hard experience, and let's be honest, expensive experience, especially if you're a St. Paul taxpayer, they learned that no-knock raids have their disadvantages they can get you into some trouble that you have a hard time getting out of uh legally speaking financially speaking and and by the way i i st paul police i think made the right call uh in not doing these no-knock raids for the last five years minneapolis on the other hand has had 13 of them so far this year and the and and again, there are reasons for them. State guidelines say do it, use them when they're absolutely necessary, like someone's going to die if you announce your presence. Makes perfect sense. So the question I have for those who say, well, I bet you'd see it different if you were the first guy in that stick going, or stack, stick, British is stick, American is stack. If you were the first guy in that stack going in, I bet you'd see it differently. You're dang skippy, I would, sir. But why did they need to have a no-knock raid for someone that they weren't fairly sure was going to come up shooting by nature? And the reason I ask is this. This is a seventh-floor apartment, seven floors up. If they knock and said, Minneapolis police search warrant, what's the guy going to do? I mean, if he comes out shooting, well, you don't be standing in front of the door. Every cop knows that. Many of us civilians know that. But what's he going to do, run away? Jump out the window from the seventh floor? There's only one door to this apartment. If he jumps out from the seventh floor up, prison's going to be the least of his problems. And that's... What was the reasoning for having a no-knock raid 
at that time of the morning against somebody who, whatever his response was going to be, I mean, they're looking for evidence in a murder. What's he going to do, flush himself down the toilet? Seems unlikely. So there's a question. Why, while completely stipulating that if I were the guy at the beginning of that stack, uh, the point guy, it would look different for me? Absolutely it would. But did it need to be a no-knock raid? Am I second-guessing the cops? I have questions, let's just say. I, 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 asking questions isn't necessarily second-guessing. Uh, 651-289-4488. In Maple Grove, Gary, welcome to the Northern Alliance. You are on the air. Yes, thank you. Um, first of all, I, I actually agree with your sort of a little bit of cynicism about the no-knock warrants and about what happened here with Amir Locke. I mean, um, I'm a very conservative Second Amendment guy, and um, I, I, I'm, I'm rather appalled at what happened here because we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that an innocent man just got gunned down. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he wasn't wanted for anything. He wasn't committing a crime. He just got killed. And, uh, you know, I, I think that um, a lot of people, this is the reason I don't have, you know, Blue Lives Matter flag in my yard and Blue Lives Matter uh, back to blue stickers is because I don't confuse uh, supporting police with supporting law and order. Yep. Any rational person supports law and order. We all want a civil society, but police officers are just human beings. And, and when you hand any human beings power, some of them are going to make mistakes and, and a smaller percentage are even going to really abuse that power. Absolutely. And so I think for that very reason, we, um, I agree with you completely. I'm, I'm actually glad, glad that you brought up Philando Castile. I still think that was a very criminal action that was done to him. I, I, would, mean, I mean, the way that, you know. Absolutely. No, absolutely, yeah, Gary. I, you're, you're right. And I think you know, criminal with, with malicious intent, of course not. Uh, was it manslaughter? Right. Was it some degree of manslaughter or negligence or, or the kind of thing that if a civilian Correct. did it, got too excited and, and, and thought that this had a, a reasonable threat of death and bodily harm and shot someone, it turned out to be not a reasonable threat. Uh, I mean, they'd be in prison right. today. And, and while I do support yep. police, because I know it's a difficult job, I absolutely do. And this is with no disrespect yep. whatsoever intended to uh, the police who listen to this broadcast uh, whatsoever because uh, we know it's a tough job here and we know it's a bad time to be you. a cop. Absolutely, Gary. Thank you very much for your call, Gary. I, I, I'm always great to hear from you. I will say this much. you got three things you need to think about here. Law and order and government following the rules and the sanctity of a law-abiding individual citizen's home being sacrosanct beside outside of due process that respects the rights of the individual and the property owner. Not only should you consider all three, you have to if you believe in a free society. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm, specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And on the Jenna Ellis podcast, she tackles the big cultural and legal issues facing America. Don't miss a single episode of the Jenna Ellis show. Follow today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Jane came to Robbinsdale Women's Center, excited to be pregnant, but she was being pressured by her boyfriend to abort. She wasn't sure she could do it on her own. When she heard the heartbeat and saw her baby, she knew she had to find a way. Through parenting classes and community resources at RWC, she received the help that she needed to choose life. Hi, I'm Eva. I'm one of the nurse sonographers at Robbinsdale Women's Center. I have the privilege of showing women their babies on ultrasound for the first time. Last year, 279 women at risk of aborting their babies instead chose life. Our goal at Robinsdale Women's Center is to give accurate information on all pregnancy choices. All services are provided at no cost with no government funding. We rely on people like you who value women and their unborn babies. Since 1992, thousands of babies have been given the gift of life. Your donation to RWC will help save babies. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Thank you, thank you very much. I'll be here till Tuesday. Uh, don't forget, you just you know you've been making New Year's resolutions. You, we're going to get healthier this year. Well, a month uh, into it, you probably need some help. So we're going to help you out with that. You can win a pair of Peloton bikes, one for you, one for anyone you want to give one to, perhaps your significant other. You can Peloton away side by side. All you got to do is listen to great music. Listen to thefishtwincities.com. Click on the Healthy You, Healthy Family Sweepstakes. Stand in the fire. That's uh, Fish Twin Cities. That's thefishtwincities.com. Click on Healthy You, Healthy Family Sweepstakes. Pelotons flying like, like snowflakes in a North Dakota blizzard. 651-289-4488, uh, the number to call. Uh, by the way, uh, Tad Jude, Republican candidate for Attorney General, will be joining us after the top of the hour. John Augustine from the Legislative Evaluation Assembly coming up uh, middle of the hour at some point. Here's so much to talk about. The Amir Locke shooting, I just want to, we're going to be discussing that considerably in the coming month, uh, really for the, probably for this rest of this year, I suspect. Uh, One other party to say, I I want to 
I want to. I have been riffing on the people who were saying oh, you, you should follow the rules, no matter how disoriented, how matter how out of the ordinary the situation is. Follow the rules because everyone can handle adrenaline. It's all just like reading something on a sheet of paper. I, I I've been riffing on that. I will say, uh, what the, the shooting itself. Knowing what I know now, we don't know if if it's going to turn out Amir Locke was in fact a prime suspect in a homicide, even though he has a clean record and a a permit uh, apparently was perfectly legal to have a gun in his possession as every person in in America with a clean criminal record uh, is. We don't know what's going to happen. I have no reason to doubt that he was a a law-abiding citizen. Uh, That being said, I will say, uh, while while I am not a flag-wearing back-the-blue person, I do support the police. I do support law and order because without order— Prosperity is impossible. Without prosperity, freedom is irrelevant. And without freedom, law and order is tyranny. I mean, you got to have all three, and the battle between the three is an endless battle. Uh, I'm going to say it's entirely possible that the police in that no-knock raid did what they were supposed to do and were put into an impossible or at least pointless situation by the Minneapolis judge or the Minneapolis bureaucrat, whoever it was, who authorized a no-knock raid that the St. Paul police didn't ask for. The St. Paul police said, execute a search warrant, please, pursuant to this murder investigation we're doing here. Uh, St. Paul police, like they said, have not done a no-knock raid in years and years and years. And what exact force that has is may, may or may not be relevant, but... The fact is, there, there was nothing that said to the Minneapolis police, do a no-knock warrant, send the SWAT team in uh, at full bore. It's a seventh-story apartment. What's he going to do, run away? At any rate, uh, one, one person who could definitely say had a terrible week this week, in part because of this, was Mayor Jacob Fry. I mean, it started out as a terrible week for the mayor, uh, who we, we talked about last week, took to social media to... Uh, declare the vaccine mandate, which he implemented a few weeks ago as Omicron had, by the way, already peaked in Minnesota. Uh, I called it a raging success uh, with his phone clogged, clogged, he said, with photos of people at jam-packed restaurants. Well, anyway, we have to conclude that seven, which is, by the way, a longtime tent pole in downtown Minneapolis, been around for, I don't know, feels like 20 years now at 7th and Hennepin, uh, which Every time I've ever been there has been crowded to the gills. And I've been to some Republican events there, which some of the Minneapolis yapping crowd uh, said, well, Republicans are downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, we had a great time, by the way. Uh, but Seven, which has been around and prospered through good times and bad for a decade and a half at least, has spun in. Uh, quoting the Star Tribune, worries about crime in downtown contributed. I can't get staff to be excited to work downtown because they don't feel safe, said the owner of Seven. Uh, and, and by the way, it, it went on from there. The uh, the owner, by the way, also said city ordered requirements on masks uh, and vaccinations dealt the business. It's final blow. Quote, it's a fellow named Patterson is the owner. We've seen a big decline even in the past few weeks uh, following the revival of an indoor mask order by the uh, Minneapolis, uh, by, by Jacob Fry. Uh, on an average Friday, he used to get, uh, the, the seven used to get $25,000 in sales. That's a lot of money for a restaurant, by the way. After the mask mandate, uh, Friday receipts dropped to 5000 bucks, 80% off. Imagine if you got 80% off on cars. Um, at any rate, 
with absolute Marie Antoinette-like timing, the mayor got perhaps the puffiest puff piece in the puffy history of puffy magazine puff pieces this past week. On Monday, Vogue magazine came out with I might just the most obscenely stupid profile of Mayor Fry. One of those things they do in Vogue magazine where they have him post, posting, posed, doing his job, going about his daily life with his wife and adorable child, uh, and pointing out the designer brands he's wearing and how much they cost, which is just so ungodly stupid. The timing could not have been worse. The, the worst possible optics for Mayor Fry. And all of that was even before the, the Amir Locke shooting. And... I don't know what it is about press conferences, but Mayor Fry may have probably the worst manner of handling emergency press conferences that I have ever seen in a politician outside of a small town in rural Kansas. It's a major league mayor of a major league city, and this is two or three press conferences now, several during the George Floyd riots, and now this one, where he clearly looked like he was not ready for prime time. He looked like the deer in the headlights would be looking at him and say, oh, calm down, bucko. <laughs> you you, you got to take a deep breath, little fella. And nah, he walked. And to be fair, the press conference did get infiltrated by community activists in the guise of press who started badgering him and his police chief, interim police chief Huffman, and they left the stage. But all of them, the Vogue piece, the lying about restaurants packed full of people and handling crises as badly, as tone-deafly, as ineptly as he seems to be able to is not a good look for a mayor of one of the 20 biggest cities in America. Uh, Tad Jude joins us next. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Refinance to today's low mortgage rates, and you could save up to $1,000 a month, plus tens of thousands in long-term savings. It just takes a 10-minute call to American Financing to get started. You'll get a custom loan with incredible savings, no pressure, no upfront fees. Pre-qualify for free at 800-777-8109 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLS, And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible. At a time when accuracy matters, accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. The stock market is proving to be bumpy but resilient this year. You like seeing your account statements grow, but what does it really mean? How can you tell if you have enough or if you're on track? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll talk about how to look at your account values in terms of what it actually means to you in retirement. They'll share with you how your account values equate to retirement success or failure. Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them at 855-231-6010. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. 
They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. AM 1280 The Pat- Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.